Hey guys. Hiya loves. Hiya love. I'm Gabs and this is my girlfriend Soph. Hello. We are your hosts. Welcome to Queer Podcast where we hear all things queer. We bring you the best of all the coming out stories. The good, the bad, the ugly and the outright hilarious. This is the content that we wish we had during our closeted years. So stay tuned for our weekly episodes. Hi guys, welcome back to Queer Podcast. Today on this episode, we're talking with an Orthodox Jewish girl. Uh, she talks about her coming out story and what it was like for her and what it's like existing as a queer girl in a very Jewish religious family. So Gabs, you want to explain kind of the levels of Judaism just for everyone that that's listening to people that might not know? Of course. Like myself. <laughs> of course. So speaking as a Jewish person, from my knowledge, as somebody who doesn't personally believe in God or the religion or whatever i come from a cultural jewish background that's why i still identify as jewish but we're not going to go into that we're not going to go into that it's not about me there's reform judaism and there's orthodox judaism if you imagine them on a spectrum reform judaism is more liberal than orthodox judaism basically Um, as with most religions there's different levels of observance but it's very important to know that there are jewish people who identify their faith and beliefs anywhere on that spectrum yeah okay the girl we are speaking to in this episode is leaning more towards the orthodox side of things but she talks a lot more about that in the conversation that we have with her yeah it was so good to speak to her and hear a story from a religious point of view she also mentions that she wants to be a little more observant in her religion yeah and she doesn't want her sexuality to get in the way of that so mm. it's so interesting i know yeah, well, that's her today. Go on, wait. You've got to do your... Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, no, wait. Oh, she's anonymous. Oh, that's what we need to say, too. She's remaining anonymous. So let's hear from... Oh, 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 mysterious girl. <laughs> anonymous. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to Queer Podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> so you're on here to tell us your coming out story. You're Orthodox Jew. Yeah. And you're going to be talking about coming out in a Jewish family, etc. Yeah. 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 So where does it start? So I'm 24 and I didn't know that I was queer until I was maybe 20. So I think quite late compared to quite a lot of girls. I think part of that actually had to do with religion. Growing up Orthodox, it was never an option to be gay. No Mm. one really spoke about it. I didn't really know any family friends who were gay. No one in the Jewish community. So I wasn't really aware that it was a thing that you could be. Um, But one of my best friends came out to me as bi. And um, I started resonating with a lot of the things that she was telling me this girl wasn't Jewish and um just made me question a lot about my life and it was really the beginning of me starting to question my sexuality I'd always been attracted to girls I just never realized that it was attraction yeah oh yeah can you relate to that <laughs> I can so relate to that <laughs> I was growing oh up God. having that thinking I didn't understand what it was I was like what is yeah. this like to me it it was not possible that it could be an attraction. So I was like, what the hell is going yeah. on? Oh my God, Why am yeah. I so interested in these women, like in these girls? Yes. Like, yeah. It feels like some kind of obsession. 
and mm. it just feels wrong or it can feel wrong or it can feel like it's normal and and maybe everyone does that but I don't know it's just I always had it but I didn't really question it I just thought that's the way that I was it was kind of weird but nothing really to think about in a deep way mm-hmm. um, but when my friend came out to me I started like I said resonating with what she was telling me about being bi and I thought about it a lot and as the overthinker that I am I just couldn't stop thinking about it it became an obsession like yeah why am I attracted to girls? What does this mean? Am I gay? Am I bi? Started researching the the different spectrums, the romantic spectrum and the sexual spectrum. Wow. And so long agonizing where I was on the different spectrums. And to be honest, I'm still not sure. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a journey and a process. And um, it's a lot more complicated than just black and white where you yeah. are on the spectrum. So for me, coming out was, first of all, this friend that I was speaking to, she told me to come out to myself. Good advice. Yeah, that's so important. Yeah, I think that's great advice, just telling yourself that you accept yourself for who you are, um, even if it's not a definite, I am gay, or I am bi, or I am pan. It's just accepting that maybe you're a little bit different to the person that you thought that you were, and that it's okay. Um, and it might change and sexuality is fluid but that's okay so that's the first coming out that I did um, mm-hmm. oh, I love that. and that was a very difficult time <laughs> oh I can imagine mm. well done though for doing it you know in the least patronizing <laughs> way possible I feel like that sounds yeah. patronizing I don't mean it in that way yeah, at but all, it's a but big thing every yeah. little step every person you come out to I think is a is a big thing and it it deserves a congratulations it deserves a big fat thumbs up you know absolutely I I feel that at the beginning it is it's very difficult but for anyone listening you know it definitely gets easier over time Mm -hmm. that's the big thing that I've learned so after coming out to myself I'm the kind of person that that can't keep things to myself I can't keep secrets and it wasn't one of those situations where I was in the closet for another few years and and just feeling so frustrated like I I just had to tell people straight away yeah (laughs) even though I wasn't exactly sure what I was or who who I was Mm -hmm. so um I came out to a few really close friends who I knew were also queer Mm -hmm. and that really helped because I could just talk to them about what I was going through what I was feeling and just yeah just basically talk about what was happening the changes that I was going through in my thinking and they just sort of supported me and, and calmed me down told me not to stress so much about it and that was great but then after panicking about who I was and coming out and that whole situation I realized that there was the religious aspect to to battle with for me that's maybe the biggest conflict because not only am I orthodox but I would like to be more observant and more religious Mm -hmm. I feel like being queer pushes a lot of people away from religion it's so many different religious communities because they feel like maybe there isn't a space for them in their community. Mm-hmm. In Judaism, religiousness is a whole spectrum. You've got ultra, ultra orthodox on one end and you've got very liberal on the other end. And there yeah. are so many different spaces in between. And for me, orthodox communities can sometimes feel like very exclusive spaces and can sometimes deny the existence of queer Jews. Yeah. So... I was really worried about that. I'm still worried about that. And I'm not out to my community. I'm not out to, you know, some of my family, even because I'm worried about what they'll think about me and Mm -hmm. how 
I guess I'm worried about our reputation Mm -hmm. and I know that that shouldn't be an issue that you know being queer doesn't it shouldn't ruin your reputation Mm -hmm. but I think in an orthodox community it definitely can yeah and um so in other spaces in other Jewish spaces say more on the liberal end of the religious spectrum um queer people are definitely more accepted Mm. You don't want to conform just because you have to, but some sometimes it's maybe not safe yeah. to be different. Yeah. Um, I know that someone in my community who's around my age came out and they just weren't accepted and their family Ugh. was not accepted. So it's just kind of scary, especially when you're so involved in the community and your family is involved in the community. You don't want people to treat you any differently or treat your family differently. Yeah, completely. So... I've definitely found that in terms of coming out, coming out to my religious Jewish friends has been the most difficult. Mm. Friends that maybe I've had since I was 16 and I know so well and they know me so well, but there was just this one thing about me that they didn't know. I didn't want to keep it to myself any longer, but it was just the most scary thing because I thought, well, is this going to change our friendship? Will they not want to have sleepovers anymore? Will they not want to go on trips with me? Will they not want to hang out? Will they think that I'm disgusting? There's so many thoughts that go through your head when you're figuring out whether, you know, when you're weighing up whether you should come out to someone or not. Yeah. So coming out to religious friends has definitely been a challenge. And I think I've come out to most of my non-Jewish friends now, but there yes. are still some Jewish friends that <laughs> that are on my list to come out to because I'm just really worried that they won't want to be friends. I know that if someone doesn't want to be friends with you because you're queer, mm. that that's their loss and, you know, yeah. It, well, it's either an opportunity to educate them yeah. or to say goodbye to that friendship if they don't accept you. You're absolutely right. It is a reflection of them and, and their character and everything and maybe is a sign that they're not the best person to have in, in your life. But at the same time, they are someone that is important to you and they are a friend of yours. And it makes exactly. the battle in your head so much more intense because it feels like, even though it might not be the way that it is when it happens it does feel like you can't win yeah so yeah yeah and like you say you know it it might be the fact that they are uneducated you know and obviously they're brought up in a family that maybe pushes beliefs about queer people on them so you know it it is hard and you don't know where their beliefs lie exactly when you grow up believing that it's wrong to be gay Mm. it can be sometimes hard to change someone's mind about that yeah Yeah, bloody hell I mean I I relate to that not even in a religious sense but you know I think my parents growing up it it wasn't normal to them and it was almost like there was something wrong with you you know there was something wrong so I I kind of grew up believing kind of that there was something wrong with you if you Mm -hmm. are gay so I god I battled that just growing up when I was younger thinking oh my god I'm so wrong I'm so bad for thinking this because it's it's not normal it's not okay it's not right yeah it's been so difficult I mean we can all relate to it I guess Uh, yeah for everyone listening, I'm Jewish as well. Like you said, there is a spectrum of, of where you lie on the on the religion side of things. And I don't, I mean, I've been brought up Jewish, but I don't believe in God. I don't believe in, in the religious side. But, you know, growing up, I've had a lot of Jewish friends. I went to a Jewish school. And when I figured out who I was and it was time for me to come out to all my Jewish friends who are more religious than I am, it was terrifying. I was so frightened. One of my best friends is is pretty I'd say she's she's leaning towards the orthodox side of things and yeah. oh my goodness I was so petrified she was going to hate me and she was going to think I was gross like everything that you've said mm. 
I built up this thing in my head. But I did it. And all she said was, oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't give a care in the world. You know, she doesn't bat an eyelid. We're still absolutely best mates. She treats it just as if it's totally normal, which in an ideal world it will it would be. Yeah, that's amazing. I know. I'm, I am super lucky. I'm super lucky. Yeah. But I can totally relate to the fear, especially coming from a Jewish community. Everyone knows everyone. It's very judgmental, yeah. as in most tight-knit communities. But if it's any reassurance to you and to anyone else out there listening, everyone surprised me with how understanding and how interested yeah. and how not phased they were about it I found that as well yeah I think that's the main thing that I've learned that even though it's absolutely terrifying coming out people have reacted and have reacted so well and have actually been a lot more supportive than I thought I haven't lost any friends over it that's fantastic and yes. even my religious Jewish <laughs> friends have they've been they've been great mm, um yeah. sometimes they've even shown an interest mm-hmm. in my queer life mm-hmm. um I have had a few insensitive comments, but they're, they're things that you would expect mm. if you're having that con- kind of conversation. Like someone said to me, oh, but I want you to marry a boy so that you can have children. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, just just things like that that make you roll your eyes yeah. a bit. Um, it's just yeah. lack of education really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But honestly, like it's not as bad as I was expecting. Good. That's, That's good. good. So tell us about coming out to your, your close family then. Ooh. Um, so I actually came out to my parents, my brother at synagogue, which oh. was <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> it was wow. it was kind of Why an accident. <laughs> oh, it was an accident. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> it was it was not. I wasn't planning on doing it. Basically, we were at a Friday night dinner at our synagogue. They were having a community meal, mm. and it was the day before my twenty first birthday, um, and I was planning on being quite dramatic and and coming out to my family the next day on my 21st birthday. Mm -hmm. But my brother was pestering me about something to do with dating and he kept asking me throughout the meal about it. And I decided to get the attention of all my family and say, actually, there's something that I need to tell you. Wow. And then I came out to them in a room full of people. Whoa. That's so brave. Obviously, not everyone could hear this, Mm -hmm. thankfully. But I think my parents were just a bit shocked that I picked that particular moment in that particular place. I bet. Yeah, you really, you went all out, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You were like, I'm going to go hard or go home. I'm doing this. Exactly. Why not? Why not sin in a synagogue? Um, (laughs) Why not be there? I don't know. I just... Uh, it wasn't for me it wasn't the right it wasn't the right moment mm. and I definitely regret that I think if I could come out to my family again I would look up some YouTube videos and <laughs> I don't know you know you get those people who write I'm gay on cakes or like yeah. you know, yeah. 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 rainbow cake I do something a lot more creative I think I like this story better mm. <laughs> But it it happened, like, sometimes you don't know when you're going to come out to someone, it just happens. Or sometimes you want to come out to someone, but then it doesn't end up happening because it just doesn't feel like the right moment. Mm. I've had friends that I've been meaning to come out to you for years and years, and every time I see them, I'm like, okay, this is it. This is the time I'm going to do it. I'm going to just tell them, and then it doesn't happen for for whatever reason. But you just have to judge it Mm -hmm. on, you know, when it feels right. My family, when I came out to them, yeah like I said they were very shocked and surprised and taken aback I don't think they said anything for a good while maybe not until the rest of the meal yeah. <laughs> that we were having at this at the synagogue dinner 
but it's ta- it's taken a lot of time and they have been supportive mm-hmm. i think it's it just takes a lot of having co- meaningful conversations and and giving parents space to ask questions mm-hmm. sometimes my dad didn't know what to say and i would if we were talking about gay stuff i would say dad like is there anything that you want to ask me is there anything that's been on your mind just giving him that space because mm-hmm. out of him and my mom he was the one who was maybe who's maybe come from a more protective sheltered background so wasn't used to hanging around gay people as much so yeah just giving him that space to ask questions has been really helpful and I think now a few years down the line he's definitely a lot more respectful about it and you know takes an interest in my non-existent dating life Whereas my mom has a gay cousin, so she's she's always been exposed to that, and Whoa. she was more supportive right from the beginning. Amazing. My brother couldn't care less, by the way. Like he, <laughs> you know, he's he's two years younger than me, and he couldn't care less. So that's brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, the rest of my family are in the dark about it, um, and I'm hoping that one day, you know, maybe they'll even listen to this podcast. Yeah. And um, it's just yeah. it's just difficult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course, yeah. it really is. I mean, like you say, you know, there's a right time for everything, and the most important thing is that you do that when it's the right time for you and when you feel mm. safe to do so. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It might be hard sometimes if uh, people say, you know, now is the time to do it. We want you to tell this person and we want this person to blah, blah. It's hard to sort of say, no, I'm going to do it in my own time. But I think that's very important for you, for anyone really, yeah. Yeah, um, I think you're right. And coming out of the right time and when you feel when you feel safe is definitely the most important thing to consider. Yeah. So it does just show that, you know, the time and, and if it feels right for you is so important. Definitely. Sometimes coming out to different people is going to be a different experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Especially with different generations. Mm. And, you you know, there was a time when some of my friends, I just wanted to, like, make a joke about it and, like, you know, send them a, some, a video of some lesbian YouTuber being like, your friend who sent you this is gay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think it was, like, Ali yeah. Hills wrote a song or something. And then, you know, with your family, I told, I told my mum in person and then I was thinking, it took me a long time to come out to my grandparents, but I was like, I wanted to do that in a letter, you know, so... Yeah, different ways for different people. Yeah, I think coming out mm-hmm. means something hugely different for different people and then mm-hmm. expanding on that an individual person can have many ways of wanting to do it depending on the person they're coming out to so yeah. it's very important to sort of take control of that whenever you can yeah did you write a letter in the end to your grandparents and how did that go no so i was also sort of pushed into that situation i came out to my mum when i was 17 and my auntie when I was 17, um, I have a very small family, by the way, at the time it was basically just my mum, my auntie, my grandparents. So I didn't have much to do. <laughs> um, so I came out to them at 17 and then I just could not bring myself to come out to my grandparents for uh, the fact that that we're Jewish and they're a bit more sort of protective about the religion than I am. That yeah. scared me it's a, a lot. Generational. Too. Absolutely, yeah. So I only came out to them last year. So... Wow five years four or five years you did it I did do it I did it and (laughs) I wanted to draft a letter you know I wanted to write a letter and I remember speaking to mum about this maybe a couple of years after I'd come out to her I said I'm thinking of writing them a letter no you need to go and speak to them you need to speak to them I can't I just can't do it it is face to face sometimes I know but I was I was going on holiday with my girlfriend at the time and um grandma kept asking me questions about 
about who I was going with and how I know her yeah. and all that jazz. And my mum sat me down and said, I think this might be the right time for you. And I said, I agree, but I'm just so scared. I'm so scared, I'm so scared. She gave me an amazing pep talk. You know, my mum has been incredible. I'm so lucky, she's been amazing. And she gave me an amazing pep talk. And she said, me and Sam, that's her husband, my stepdad, will come with you and we'll support you. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Aww. So I went round and I sat down and I said, this this person I'm going with is my girlfriend. My grandma looked at me and she goes, girlfriend, what? What do you mean girlfriend? And I was thinking, don't make me explain this anymore. <laughs> this is this is already like traumatizing for me. And I was like, we're a couple, oh. we're in a relationship. And she just went, oh. And then the silence, oh, oh my God. God, it could have killed me. You know, that really heavy silence that feels like it is going on forever. I was like just fiddling with my thumbs. I was having so much anxiety. She kind of changed the subject. And then a few hours later, my grandpa called me and he said, to me, you are no different today than you were yesterday. Aww. And it made me cry. Aww. It was so powerful because I was so worried about them because of the generation yeah. gap, the religious Imagine. thing. And they actually were probably the easiest yeah. in terms of reaction. Wow. Yeah. So it didn't change your relationship with them at all? If anything, it made me so much closer to them. I've always been super close to my grandparents because we've been a super small family. But for so long, I was hiding such a big part of myself. And then all of a sudden they knew everything. And I was like so used to keeping secrets and hiding things and changing stories and changing names. And all of a sudden I just had this massive weight lifted off me because, oh my gosh, I don't need to do that anymore. It was the most freeing, empowering feeling ever. And um, I'm very, very lucky. You know, I acknowledge not everyone's gonna have that, but they were incredible. And they show so much of an interest in Soph and always ask about you, don't they? Yeah. And they love having around and it's, yeah, it's amazing. That's so lovely. What an inspiration to Thanks. me. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, you know, I'm so glad. I hope that, like, I'm super lucky to have that story, but to be able to tell it and hopefully make other people feel a bit more empowered or a bit more inspired mm. or a bit more relieved, Absolutely. even the tiniest bit. So I'm really glad to hear that. It's, it's good to hear positive coming out stories to grandparents because um, that's something that's been really on my mind a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's amazing to hear that it's made you so much closer because I feel like there's definitely that disconnect. It feels mm-hmm. like I'm hiding something from them and I don't want to. I want mm-hmm. to let them yeah. into my life. Mm-hmm. But also sometimes, unless there's physical proof, mm that's also a worry because you know unless I present a girlfriend to them Mm. they might try and push aside the thought or just deny it completely and say oh this isn't true you know you're still gonna marry a boy and yeah so I worry about not being in a relationship and and coming out and then them not believing me or having false hope about me being in a relationship with a boy yeah yeah there was a a girl that we had on a couple of episodes ago and she talked about that with her grandparents too and she said you know I'm gonna come out to them when I do have a girlfriend yeah and that's it then there's no question about it it's like I'm dating this person and that's Mm. that and it's almost easier to say I mean I found it easier to say I have a girlfriend instead of I'm gay or however you identify. I remember for me coming out, I could not bring myself to say the word gay or lesbian. I couldn't do it. I could not physically get the word out of my mouth. So to say, oh, I have a girlfriend or I'm interested in a girl, I'm seeing this girl was so much easier. Yeah, I can imagine. But I mean, it's still a huge thing to do. Mm. And it took a lot of bravery, Mm. so. Well, Well I think (laughs) from your story, you know, coming out to your family in the synagogue, that is 
fucking brave i think that's amazing (laughs) so brave maybe a bit stupid so bold (laughs) no not at all you know you felt that in the moment you were right i'm doing this i'm taking taking this moment and i'm I'm doing it even though now you kind of might regret that a bit i still have a lot of admiration for you for doing that because you did that for you you know so just a question before you go what advice would you give to someone that's maybe struggling coming out right now i think for other jewish people who are struggling to come out um Definitely don't put any pressure on yourself. Don't rush into it if you don't feel like it's a safe space to do so. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a good question. Yeah. It's just, you know, someone just going through a similar kind of, a similar position that you're in. Maybe just like think about how you feel now having having come out to some, some religious friends and you close family and then think about the younger you that hadn't told anyone. You know, what? maybe think of it in a way... As if what you're would you say to, to your yourself? Pre- yeah, yourself when you was younger. If that helps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would say to my younger self not to panic so much and not to stress so much about pinpointing my sexuality because, you know, we have our whole lives to figure things out. And also to just be in control of the situation as much as you can. I would say that it's really important to feel like you're coming out in a safe space don't rush into anything don't put pressure on yourself to pinpoint your sexuality because you have the rest of your life to figure out um but honestly now that it's been a few years since I've come out I've discovered that there are other Jews like me in the world a few Facebook groups have cropped up Mm -hmm. um for other queer Jews and to see other people existing around the world in similar situations is absolutely incredible yeah like to be able to make friends with people who identify in a similar way or are going through the same struggles basically just know that you're not alone because there are other people out there no matter Mm -hmm. how isolated you might feel in your own community there will always be someone else out there amazing yeah just for the people listening then um, what are the facebook groups the main group that's come out of it is called zoom university hillel but queer Mm -hmm. in brackets um and that's mostly for um queer jewish university students around the world um that's a really good one yeah it's nice I think for the Jewish people to know that you know I mean they might not have anyone around them that they can maybe talk to but it would be nice to get into friends online yeah into a group into a community so we've got sounds from and queer and that's gashmak there's queer university find your bagel oh I love that (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) is they they spelt bagel like b-a-e yeah, yeah. <laughs> your bagel. Oh, your bagel. Oh, is it your bagel or what? Oh my god, this we've just had a bake a, a bake through. Oh my god, <laughs> we've had a bake through. <laughs> Some of the names are quite amazing. Um, there's another one oh god, which is Jewish women who like women. There's halachic and queer. As you can see, there are there are quite yeah. a few different groups out there on Facebook just have to find them that's so good to know it would have been so yeah i would have loved to have been in a group like that i'm gonna join but you know hopefully that'll be good for for more people in the jewish community if they're whatever stage they're at i guess absolutely yeah. and the, the groups are also supportive because people are going through all sorts of okay, um, imagine, you know yeah. personal battles mm. and you can just post on there and, and people will message you and reach out and give you advice and you know no matter what your jewish background is 
there's always someone to support you so it's it's really lovely to have those communities even though they're online and you can't meet people at the moment yeah um just nice to have that support yeah Yeah, definitely oh that's really good I think that's amazing that you've found that and the journey that you've had and coming out to different people as part of the part of the orthodox Jewish community Mm -hmm. I have a lot of admiration for you I really do I think thank you I've been very lucky I've had a lot of it bad sounds but a much easier time with it and I really I support you 100% thanks so much (laughs) thank you very much for sharing your story thank you for having me on the podcast oh it's been a pleasure it's been a delight to hear your story and I'll we'll stay in touch but I, I do wish you all the best with everything I really do and I'd love to hear updates when you found your bae gal. Yes. My bae gal. <laughs> He's gone one day. Well, what an episode from Mysterious Girl. I oh, know. When Peter Andre was singing about Mysterious Girl, I did not think that we'd be chatting to her on your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> No, but that's an important thing to say that if anyone does actually want to come on, mm. you can remain anonymous. Because I know, like, sometimes in our stories, we do throw people under the bus that are very close to us. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't want to, if you want to remain anonymous, that's okay. Yeah, of course. You know, these are very personal stories, and sometimes somebody might be a bit anxious talking yeah. about it. But yeah. it might feel good for them to, to actually let the story out or they might think that it will help some people so next week we're talking to danny he makes a very interesting analogy (laughs) about coming out what is it go on no go on you'll have to to listen gab (laughs) poo that's all i'm saying hashtag poo (laughs) (laughs) yeah so make sure you tune in for danny's episode next week the first guy that we've got on the podcast very exciting we're all about diversity here on queer podcast and this is the start of something new (laughs) well thanks again guys for listening for another episode it's such a pleasure to be able to chat to you all and bring you these stories and just be a voice in the community Mm, put a bit of queer content out there absolutely (laughs) but you know we're uh, very grateful for you all and we can't wait to share Danny's story with you yeah see you next week see you all Thank you.